Today's Chazar is Daf Nun Gimel Amin Aleph. Starting, starting the Perik, starting the Mishnah. Kaisin Ma'ar Ben Right? And Rashi explains other Shainim say a little differently that um, how, how are you Ma'ar Ben Right? What do you mean? Where do we tell you Ma'ar Ben So Rashi says the Mishnah of Hanesin a Ruvay Bi'ibur Shalir. The extension of the city. Ah, so it sounds like there's some extension involved. So Kaisin Ma'ar means how do we make the extension. How do we determine what's considered the extension of the city? So we have, if we don't have an actual wall, we have a bias nichnas bias yaitzay. At the edge of the city, see they made the houses specifically in a way that they should be protective. And she says the mechitza was a sure igar. That's a word the Gemara uses, that it's not an actual wall, it's the houses that are made to be somewhat protective, someone wall like, you know, some neighbors in the old Yushalayim seem to have been designed that way right, but they didn't make it straight one house went in, one house went out that's when there's an actual wall and you have in the wall different blitais, different protrusions going in and out perhaps they have like a watchtower or whatever they would have and then if within the 70 amis of the city the mission didn't say the word 70 amis Rashi put that in there are gedudiyais. Gedudiyais means houses that were that were um, broken down already, but they're still functional, I guess, as a wall or as something. They're still somewhat functional. Desolate, right? Churbis, ruins, right? ruins of some previous uh, houses. If the tent vachem high, and bridges. Right? Perhaps the bridges are going over a stream or something, but they have a structure. Right? Now it seems that the Gesharim, we have to know exactly, right? If it's just a bridge, is that really like a, a Makamdira? Maybe the Gesharim, generally speaking, had a toll collector's booth that would be a, a Makamdira on the bridge. That's like, you know, a picture of the ancient bridges would have something, uh, some booth there. Nefashis, Nefashis is what we call an ayel. We call it today an ayel. It's on a kever that, um, but a hashiyesh ben beis which has in it a beis dira, meaning not just a decorative house, but it has something which is actually either used or ready to be used for someone to live there. Right? Maybe the caretaker of the grave or something like that. In all these cases, as long as they're close to the city, Metzinus Amida Kenegdan. So Metzinus Amida Kenegdan means when you are measuring the city, your Metzinus Amida means you take your measuring rope and on the other side of the city which doesn't have this, you make the measuring rope corresponding to this thing which is on this side of the city. And that's where you make the line between the two things, between your measuring rope and your actual thing. And also, you, you round, you square off the corners. Kedeshianiskus is obvious because you want to also include the imaginary corners in your city, so that the tchum will be actually a little bigger. That's the Mishnah. We'll see more about it in a few blot. Rav Shmuel Chatani Ma'arbin Vchatani Ma'arbin. One said with an ayin, one said with an aleph. We don't know which one said which, and that's where all the other machalikas in. 
but we know there's a machalik is rabbin. Shmuel, man tanam abrin aver aver. Ma'abrin with an aleph is from the shayrish of aver, limbs, that there's extra limbs in the city. We look at like protrusions, extensions are limbs, aver, so ma'abrin, you're making limbs. Ma'an tanim ma'abrin with an ayin, ki'isha ubra, it's a pregnancy, an extension, ki'isha ubra. See, it's interesting because if we use it ibura shal ir, then I don't think there's a way to say aver. Right? Okay, but maybe still you wouldn't say ma'abrin to turn ibura into a uh, into a verb. I don't know. Right? Ah, oh. While on the topic of ravishmul chadam chadamay, so maris machpela. What was it? Ravishmul chadam mishnei batim zelafnim mizudu. Two houses, one inside the other. I think popularly, the belief is that Adam and Chava were in the. And both is Adam and Chava were in one of these two, and the three couples of the others, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and their wives were were in the other one. Not sure what the right is, but I think that's the popular impression. The Chalam Abayis It's a bias with an Aliyah on top. If it's one on top of the other, Bayis that would be a double cave. If you have a cave which has an inner compartment, you still wouldn't call that a double cave. That's the uh, Gemara's It's doubled with Zugais. And it has husband and wife. Ishva Ishtais, and that's Zugais. So that's called Machpela. It's a double cave, meaning you have husband and wife buried there. Mamre Kiryas Arba, it's called the city of four. Or maybe it's the Kiryas Arba, Zugais, it's the four couples that are buried there Adam Chava, Avram Vesarim, Yitzhak Varivka, Yaakov Valeya. Tahibi me Amrafel, Rav Shmuel. Amrafel was the Melech Shinar, and Shinar is Bavel. So Nimrod was the Melech Bavel. So it's the same person, but they have a shayla chalam and nimrei shmai. He's called nimrei v'lam nikra shmai and rafa. Why is called rafa? She amar the hippel avram avinu with the kivshin eish. And I'm rafa's amar the hippel that he threw avram avinu into the kivshin eish. And chalam I'm rafa's shmai. And son says I'm rafa v'lam nikra shmai nimrei shehimid is called him kula elav b'malchusai that he made a rebellion against Hashem with the migdal bavol. Could be, just saying, could be they're arguing. What's considered the main rishus of of, of of Nimrit, right? That the name that we give him, right, is the you know the himrita meaning the propagation of the sheker. Or no, the main thing was the squelching of the emes, right? What's which which one is the okay? Vayakam melech chadash al mitzrayim, ravishmul. A new king, Chanam and Chadash Mamish, a completely new king. Chanam and Shaskachuk Zeraisov. He just was a new rule rule of order. Mandiyam and Chadash Mamish Yisuf Chadash. Umandiyam and Shaskachuk Zeraisov midlaksev ayamas vayimlech. Umandiyam and Shaskachuk Zeraisov aksevah shalayad des Yisuf. So Mayish shalayad des Yisuf. David Dami command layad Yisuf Klal. As if he was Chadash Mamish, then he didn't know Yisuf. That's what I said. I think I think that's correct. You know, in chat, even though he probably knew about Yisuf, but didn't know him personally, so it made sense that he should completely disregard it. But here, if it's Nisqashik Zeresov, so again, the pasuk is trying to tell you that 
Actually, Edish Yosef, like, you know, like, Yosef was gone. In other words, even though it was the same king, because it didn't say, Yom Hashem, but for all, we know, for all we could see, it's a new king which has no personal knowledge of Yosef. Yeah. Yeah, Rashi and Chumash Agav is saying the same thing as the Gemara. Some people misread the Rashi and Chumash that actually Yodis Yosef, is going on both. But if you look carefully in Rashi, it's not. It's going on Anyway, for 18 days, I grew by a Baisha, Bibi, a Baisha, the God of Hadar. And I learned one thing in the 18 days in the Mishnah. Right? And I think the point of it was a little bit is I don't think it's absolutely meaningless if it's an Ayin or an Aleph. No, it's an important thing. And this is the one thing I learned and mean like it was worth the, the time and effort to learn this one thing. So the Gemara says, "Any There were twelve tamidim had and I was with them for eighteen days, and those eighteen days, I know each one. So Rashi says the lave and the chachma are two different skills. The lave is mechudet charifus, right? How sharp, and chachma is." And it was a little bit mashma the ideas. How much he, um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's what Rashi says. So you see that he uh, learned a lot. So Rashi says, no problem. Three truths. One is leiv kolachavechad, the chacham is kolachavechad, gomer, gomer, le gomer. He didn't learn any new information. He was able to discern, right, he was a tremendous tamachachim before he came. He spent time, of course it was very, uh, he gained a lot, but he didn't learn any new information. He just now knew intimately all these Talmidim, how smart they are, and how much Chacham they have. Second Territ says, no, of course he didn't just spend his time analyzing their Talmudic skills. Of course he learned a lot, they were able to teach him a lot from what they knew. But Abayashia, for whatever reason, he wasn't able to learn anything so the the whole uh, the whole uh, 18 days was spent learning from the Talmidim you know it reminds me of a letter that I saw from Abu Hanan a letter in his youth that he had gone to Brisk to learn Barab Chaim so he was writing to a friend an acquaintance about his experience it was the second time he went and he said this time around they gained a lot more than the first time because they understood how to do it he said, I spent a lot less time with Reb Chaim. I spent a lot more time with his son, Reb Moshe. And I was able to, uh, that, was the, that was the key. You know, so just, you know, the 18 days, he didn't spend time with Reb Moshe. He learned one thing, Aaron with the Aleph. But the Talmidim, he gave him over, he got the, he got the, he got the that way. The Yvayi then the third answer is, Dabra Echem Shaseinu Kamer. Of course, Abayashi taught him tremendous amount of things in the 18 days, but he didn't teach him anything new in the Mishnahis. Right? Perhaps, um, I don't know, perhaps because Abayashi knew all the Mishnahis already, and Abayashi didn't have anything in the Mishnahis itself to teach him. He taught him more braces, he taught him swaras. But the one thing he learned new in the Mishnah was, this Mishnah, he thought it was an ayin, or he didn't know. And Abayashi taught him was an aleph, and that was an important, valuable limit for him. 
When we learn Torah by Rabbi Shabibi, we will sit four people together in Amma. When we would learn Torah by Rabbi Shabibi, was even more. It was six per Amma. Just like Rabbi Meir, no one, he was just too sharp for everyone. No one, his dar, was able to understand him fully. Havashi <coughs> also. And that type of Kharifas, uh, no one able to understand him fully. The Liban of the Rishanim, the earlier ones, doubtlessly means the Tanan, the Kapiska Shalulam, open like the Piska Shalulam, Vishalachrainim, probably means that dar that we spoke about in between the Tanam and Amiram, you know, the, the Talmidim of Rebbe, Rabchi, Rabbaishi, Rabchanina, Levi, etc. That was Kapiska Shalulam. Vishalachrainim, meaning the Amiram, Compared to that, we're like a small needle hole. Oh, oh so oh, the Mark explains that, um, sorry, the Mark explains that Rishayinim is Rabbi Kiva, Rishayinim was in Shemua, that the first shot was Rishayinim is Rabbi Kiva, they both know, Rishayinim is Rabbi Kiva, and the Rishayinim is Rabbi in Shemua, the Tamin of Rabbi Kiva. But, um, and Anan means after the, after the Tanam. The Tanam, after the Tanam was a tremendous change in the Tkufa. Like you see, they don't argue on the Tanam, right? It's a tremendous change. And the other shot was now, Egedam Rishayinim is a blessing in Shemua, the end of the Tanam. And Achrayinim is a blessing in That are in between. Vanan, Kamali Nakam Machat Sitkis. And that means the Amiram. Amr Abaye Vanan, the later Amiram. Already for Gemara, we're like a peg going through a wall. Almost nothing gets it. It's very hard for anything to get it. Like a finger in the wax. For Svarim, even less, that the finger can't get in. It just gets a little bit of the wax on the finger. As far as forgetting things, it's like a finger going out of a bar, right? Whatever we learn, we learn the sugi and that, and very, very little gets retained. Another thing, and I think this comes in because of the ma'abrin and the ma'abrin, right? Why are we making such a big deal? Is it ayin or aleph? Anyone wants to push it again, this idea of everything should be very, very precise. We should know exactly what each word means, not just the general idea. This is verse of is a different thing. Sigmar talks about it in the next Amid. B'nai Yehuda, which time they talked properly, they talked appropriately. Their words were very uh, full of meaning. Then, that's who they were able to keep their Torah. B'nai Gol, in the people of Gol, they weren't some Akbit. So that wouldn't help for Taira. Might be a nice thing, but that wouldn't help for Taira. Ella Bnei who did the Daiki Lishna, it might have been the same type of Amida, but the Daiki Lishna, they made sure that the Lushim was the same Lushim they heard it. 
They didn't get right? they didn't get the general idea. They got the exact words. And also they had Simanim to remember different things. They would make different Simanim. When they were actually says when they have Shmua Acha Shmua, right? They would have um, they would make a simon to remember the Shmuas. And these are the Simanim you find in the Gemara, particularly for people knowing it learning Balpet. Right? So you need Simanim to remember to remember the thing, and that's what they used to do. So in the sky and they go the lay daiki lishna. They go that didn't didn't have an exact lashon. They didn't make samanim. They remembered. You know what I'm saying? They got the basic idea. So that didn't didn't they, the Torah wasn't kept. The Torah is kept when everything is precise. the May you the general learned from one rabbi. So I think the Gemara Nevei Dezara says, is it good to learn from one Rebbe or from multiple Rebbe's? The Gemara says it depends, learning Svar is good for multiple Rebbe's. But Svar is, you have to understand, so everyone has a different way of understanding, and your own Svar is going to be uniquely yours, and it's good if it's a composite of different people from the previous Dara. But Gemara, the Gemara says you have to learn from one Rebbe, because that's, that's that Messiah of that Rebbe, and you got it. If you're going to learn from different, things are going to get too mixed up. It's going to be too movable. It's not going to work. You know, even today, you know, you learn Gemara with Rishayim, right? A lot of people try to learn all different Rishayim. That doesn't work in the long run. I mean, you know, if you want to learn one sugya, so that's good. If you want to learn a Masechta, right? You learn with one Rishayim. Look at that. And then you have, otherwise, it's, you can't remember what was this and what was that. What was, you know? That's a I mean, just uh, just an idea. Right? And then the Gemara says another thing. Ravina Amma Bnei Yehuda the Golum Masechta. Sky Matarasa Miyada Bnei Yehuda. Rashi has two pshatim. Either Golum Masechta means that they were marbitz tired to other people, or it means that they worked hard to get the exact lambdas to get it clear again. There's a diak in the exact words. There's a diak in the shmur. There's also a diak in really understanding to yourself. And it says, Yasha Bulivan, that's Golum Masechta, having it open, you know, really getting it. So they did that. So this came to us and beyond them, but they gold, well, Golum Masechta, they didn't share it with others, or they didn't work on themselves. And this came to us and beyond them. David Golum Masechta, Shalom Golum Masechta. David Amel, that was a chilik. David was Goli Masech, the Shal was not. David the Goli Masech, the Ksibay Rechi Runi Vyasmechu. And Rashi says, based on the two Pshatim, if the Pshat is being married, it's Tayyip. So Rechi Runi, Reish Ramayim Simi, and they know I'm going to share the Tayyip with them. So Vyasmechu. And the other Pshat is, when you Goli Masech in that way, you have it clear, so people are happy, it, it makes sense, it works. Shal, the Goli Masech, the Ksibay, the Kola Shayifni Arshiyam, he didn't succeed in anything that he, um, that he did. He was like, He didn't succeed in Paschaning Lalacha. 